1: Generally, horror games opt for one of two extremes. Many will cast the player as a defenseless, desperate, woefully inept in a fight protagonist relying on stealth to survive. Just as many will instead arm the player with a huge, absurd array of weaponry, unleashing all manner of grisly enemies from the depths of hell upon them. Not all horror games are made equal, so it stands to reason that not all weaponry you're given in these games are equal either. In this list, we've got a selection of the most impractical, feeble and silliest weapons players of horror games have ever had the misfortune to wield. I'm Jess from Culture, and here are the 10 worst weapons in horror video games. Number 10, Resident Evil 4, eggs. Leon S. Kennedy can become quite the one-man army in Resi 4, wielding everything from a rocket launcher to the wacky-timed explosives of the Mine Thrower. His humble handgun and knife can also be devastating, thanks to the melee attack prompts that were introduced here. Eggs, however, do precious little good at all from an attacking standpoint. The primary function of eggs is to serve as a backup form of healing. The chicken egg, brown chicken egg, and gold chicken egg restore different amounts of health to Leon, with the latter offering a valuable full heal. As well as eating them though, the player can also equip them and then proceed to throw them at enemies. It's a funny novelty move, but it's a terrible idea for a number of reasons. Not only can this be an awful waste of resources, but they're a huge pain to aim with. Even if you do manage to hit an enemy with one, all you'll get is a brief stun on one foe for your troubles. Number nine, Silent Hill 4 The Room, the paper cutting knife. By contrast, Silent Hill has never been a franchise to really focus on all out action. The horror here is of a more insidious psychological kind. The monsters that protagonists battle here tend to be of a symbolic sort, grotesque manifestations of their guilt, sadness, desire and more. Regardless, they're no less real from a gameplay standpoint and can be warded off the old-fashioned way, at least some of them can, with a selection of melee and projectile weapons. One of these is the standard knife, a classic weapon you would have encountered a ton of times across the gaming spectrum. Silent Hill 4 The Room features perhaps the worst take on this weapon in the series. The paper cutting knife is located very early on in the hospital world, super weak and already obsolete. Its speedy attacks do sometimes let you get the better of a lone enemy, but try and use it against a group and you're toast. Number eight, The Evil Within, Matches. The Evil Within is a survival horror franchise that strives to blend grim and gory confrontational horror with more thoughtful, complicated, mind-bending unease. From a gameplay standpoint, however, The Evil Within offers up the Agony crossbow and a bunch of standard fair weapons you'd expect to see. Castellanos' matches, both weapon and tool, can take down standard enemies immediately but are frustratingly difficult to use effectively. Essentially, they're the player's way to ensure the enemies are actually dead. As per Resident Evil's remake, enemy bodies can be burnt to eradicate them for good. Castellanus' matches perform this function here, but can only be used on grounded, struggling foes or those preparing a sneaky ambush. They're capable of tremendous damage, but foes must be lured to bodies to take advantage of the fire. It can be a real pain. Opportunities to do it are rare and matches themselves even rarer. Number seven, Dead Island, the Paddle. Most games featuring any kind of combat tend to feature a tutorial for said combat. Usually it'll be accompanied by some weaker enemies to cut your teeth against, and a weapon that's just about worthy of the name to see them off with. Dead Island is a horror title that features more action than most. The first melee tool the player will find here isn't the familiar knife, but the iconic in its own way, Dead Island Paddle. It's available as soon as the tutorial mission is complete, and it can be easily found on the beach. It has a reasonable range and isn't too punishing on your stamina, but it quickly degrades and will be automatically discarded, a la Link in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. This isn't too much of a hardship though, as you'll be discarding it soon enough in favor of absolutely anything else. It's designed to become quickly obsolete, and that's a mission accomplished for Deep Silver. Number six, Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem, the Flash Pan. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem tells the story of a band of people fighting across the ages to try and foil the plans of the mysterious ancients. Silicon Knights' GameCube classic takes place across a series of chapters, each starring a different person from across history who finds themselves swept up in these events. It's a clunky original Resident Evil-esque affair, all set camera angles and inventory wrangling. Along the way there are various lumpen monstrosities from the depths of H.P. Lovecraft's subconscious to battle, with the current chapter's protagonist armed with time and character-appropriate gear. Chapter 9 of the game, A War to End All Wars, is set during World War One and stars Peter, a journalist. Among his starting equipment is a flash pan, such as photographers would have used at the time. From a gameplay standpoint, its only use is to briefly stun foes with the bright light it emits. It does no damage at all, and Peter can only use it a few times, so he may as well forget he even had.
0: I'll see you all soon. Number 5.
1: Little Nightmares 2. The pipe and other melee weapons. Tarsia Studios Little Nightmares offered something really unique and compelling when it first released in 2017. It was a brief budget indie title with a horrifically beautiful aesthetic and bags of creepy charm, not to mention a grim story to tell in an entirely visual manner. The Unfortunate Six, a small girl in her charismatic yellow raincoat, was hunted across a dark and dingy cruise ship by its horrifying denizens. Little Nightmares 2 brought all of these essential franchise elements back in a journey across larger and more varied environments that starred a new protagonist, aided by the returning six, called Mono. The sequel added a wrinkle that the original game didn't explore at all – combat. Mono can pick up and wield a variety of melee weapons in certain sections, and this could be the weakest element of the game. They are awkward and heavy to wield, to reflect Mono's fragility and inexperience with such things, and while some players find it satisfying to finally be able to fight back, perhaps it's a little too contrary to Little Nightmares core concepts to be able to do so. Number 4. Dead Rising – The Sausage Rack Unlike the majority of these survival horror titles, Dead Rising has never really been known for its seriousness. Known for being able to wield a golf club or a water pistol, but not known for its seriousness. The first outing in Capcom's beloved franchise arrived in 2006, introducing the unfortunate Frank West. West finds himself trapped in Willamette Parkview Mall, beset on all sides by the ravenous undead. He's no combat-hardened soldier, and he has nothing but what he can find in the mall with which to defend himself. Luckily for him, he is indeed in a vast mall, and the developers of the game had a wicked sense of humor. The result, as franchise fans would know, is a whole range of makeshift weapons to experiment with the aforementioned water pistol can be modified to be far deadlier than it may have been at first so it isn't really that bad of a weapon at all everyone will have their favorite picks from Dead Rising's absurd arsenal but there's nothing quite like dispatching a foe or two via a well-timed heave of a rack of sausages in the meat processing area it's completely impractical as it's destroyed after one use so it's awkward to use and easy to waste but it is funny so there's that Number three, Bendy and the Ink Machine, The Plunger. Bendy and the Ink Machine is one of the most visually striking horror games in recent memory. With its cutesy cartoon visuals and adorably horrifying antagonist in Bendy, this episodic adventure oozes just as much style as it does ink. In gameplay terms though, it's rather conventional. First-person horror titles offering light puzzling and some combat on the side are hardly a rarity. The selection of ink-addled opponents at least look unique, though, even if Henry's selection of weaponry leaves something to be desired. In the game's third chapter, though, he finds a humble household plunger. It's more of a tool than a weapon, but it can be used as one. It's much weaker than the other melee weapons, to the extent that the achievement unlikely victory is offered for completing Chapter 4 while using it, as its comical appearance would suggest. Number 2. Dead by Daylight – The Bear Trap Needless to say, in a title that revolves around hunting down and disposing of survivors as a vicious horror movie-esque killer, bear traps can be hideously effective. Nevertheless, the trapper is regarded as one of the game's weakest killers, and it's not too hard to see why that is. Bear trap is the trapper's power, and with canny use, it can definitely be a game winner. Survivors who stumble into it can be easy pickings after all. The trapper's problem is that they are able to hold only one bear trap at once, which can severely hamper the performance of even an expert player. Time is always of the essence in Dead by Daylight, and thanks to the bear trap, the killer might spend just as much time fighting their own limitations. Combine this with the fact that survivors can escape from the trap, and careless trappers can even ensnare themselves, and survivors can free each other, and this weapon is just too ineffective and counterintuitive compared to the tools of some of the rest of the murderous cast. Number 1. Castlevania: Dawn of Sorrow Terror Bear Now the venerable Castlevania franchise is not known for its silliness, but the Dracula busting franchise tends to keep things distinctly stony-faced. After all, gothic horror is no place for whimsy. Nevertheless, there's always room for a joke weapon or two. Terra Bear, which appears in Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow and Castlevania Harmony of Despair is one example. The in-game description of the item from the latter game pretty much says it all. Insidious stuffed toy filled with iron and sand. Players then are treated to the sight of Soma Cruz swinging this cuddly toy over his head at foes. It gives a very meager attack bonus and is only notable for its hit speed and quantity, a novelty that Soma doesn't need in his life. And that's our list. Do let me know down in that comment box what you think are the worst weapons ever to feature in horror games. As always, I've been Jess from what Culture. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you like, you can come say hi to me on my Twitter where I'm at JessMcDonald, but make sure you stay tuned to us here for plenty more great content.
2: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.